0: Welcome to the Authentic Deb Podcast. I'm Debbie, and I'm your host for All Things Authentic. This podcast exists to bring people just like yourself from all over the world to share our stories, laugh at ourselves, and encourage each other along the way. Get ready to laugh, cry, and be empowered, but most of all to be you, because being you is enough. This is Authentic Deb, and you're listening to my very first podcast ever, the Authentic Deb podcast. I think it's been a long time coming. I don't know squat about editing, but this is an authentic podcast, right? So sit back and enjoy and hear a story about friendship and about how uh, something that looked like it was going to be really terrible turned out to be one of the best things that ever happened to me. I hope you enjoy it. Anyways, welcome to the Authentic Deb uh, podcast where uh, our tagline is do you because being you is enough. Uh, our first guest today is Moia something. <laughs> She'll tell you how to pronounce it. I believe we're going to talk about friendship today. Um, I could title this uh, finding friends in all the, the weirdest places or whatever. We'll come up with that. But um, I met Moia online what, a couple of years ago now.
1: Yeah, we are actually coming up on the 2 year mark. Our fact, 2 year
0: friendiversary. Yeah, exactly. And we've got a lot of fun stuff to say about that. So without further ado, I'm going to let uh Mo, I call her mobe or I call her Sage babe mama. I have a bunch of different titles for her, but I'm going to let her introduce herself and we'll get right into it. Hi, thank you so much for having me today.
1: I'm so excited for you on this new journey that you are taking. It's super amazing. Uh, My name is Moya Gaffrancesco, but you can just call me Mo. It's much easier. My name is a mouthful. Um, I am a stay-at-home mother of three. I also am the owner of Sage Soul Tribe, and we do all kinds of holistic stuff in there, remedies and recipes and uh, natural holistic modalities to kind of just help you feel better and have better well-being mind
0: body and spirit that's that's awesome um mo tell us about i believe we we're going to talk about friendship today why don't you yeah. uh from your perspective give a little information about how you and i met because there's there's definitely commonalities and things that happen of how we met and a little bit about just kind of the power of the internet to to bring uh, people together, like we said, we're coming up our, on our friend anniversary, but we actually haven't even met in public yet. So yeah, t- talk a little bit about that.
1: Yeah, so about two years ago, I was introduced to this new business opportunity, and it was all about helping people, kind of on a spiritual level, um, just being filled with more positivity. And it was—it sounded like something that was right up my alley, and. Of course, I joined right along and um, was very, very excited about this opportunity. And with that opportunity, I got to meet this array of amazing, open-minded people that all kind of had the same idea, wanted to do the same things, were really into wanting to make the world a better place. And I really want to say at that time, there wasn't really much out there. It was kind of a hidden community, so to speak. Um, so I got to meet all these wonderful people, and one of those wonderful people were you, Debbie. And um, it's been super awesome. And we were thrown into this group together. And unfortunately, the business opportunity itself did not pan out. We kind of all got conned. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we did kind of get conned. We all got conned. We, we
0: lost some money. I think we about $1,000 or so. Yeah. Up
1: in there. We did. But I want to say that it's like, and we've joked about this before. It's the best $1,000 I've ever lost in my life. I would agree. Because with it came the relationships that I have built with you and with a couple other women that are, we're just spread all over the United States. And without that opportunity, we would not have um, been introduced to each other or coming into each other's life. So it's been a real blessing. And the last two years have been wonderful. Although we have not met in person face to face, we have met obviously online through video chats and we chat regularly on almost a daily basis. But there's just been something so special about the relationship that we've all built together, because I really feel like when I'm having a hard time in my life or feeling really down, I have this wonderful group of women who have become my tribe, my family, my online family, and it's been amazing. And I have found comfort and we've experienced um, sadness together and joy together and loss together. And it's been just amazing to have you in my life and to have the other women in my life. So it's the best thousand dollars that I've ever lost. (laughs) And I would not trade it for anything, not even for that money back. So
0: I I agree. Now, uh, what uh, Mo, I call her Mo or Sage Mama. So there's about four of us because most businesses, the Sage, sage tribe, sage babe tribe. I can't remember that. <laughs> sage, sage soul tribe. Sage soul tribe. Uh, we kind of became the sage babes. There's four of us. Mo is in New York. Uh, I believe Mallory, who we call badass babe, is in New York. Mo is holistic babe. I'm intuitive babe. And uh, our friend Letty is in California. She is the healing babe. Talk about that a little bit. I know that uh, I want to hear your story from your perspective. I know for me, trying to navigate who I am as a spiritual person with all the boxes and boundaries. And, you know, sometimes I know with, uh, we have a little Facebook chat, the four of us messenger. Uh, sometimes you gals would talk about, Oh, all sorts of stuff and I would just kind of <laughs> sit there and smile because it's so far out of my box. But talk, talk to me a little bit about, uh, probably stuff. I don't even know how, How it felt for you, like as we all came together, I know that, you know, Letty and Mallory, you've all met them in person. I'm actually the only one that hasn't met all three of you in person, but that's going to change this year. But talk a little bit about how that metamorphosed for you.
1: You know, it was really an eye opener. I do have to say, I did know. I do know Mallory and Letty. Right. For meeting them in person, Mallory happens to be the girlfriend or the partner of my husband's very dear friend. So we met that way. Letty was a part of my life when I was a very small child. So becoming a part of this group and having this opportunity happen to kind of all of us. Um, it reintroduced the two of us, which was just amazing because I met Letty when I was probably three or four years old. So I'm talking like very, very, very little child. Um, so we had a chance to reconnect there. And then it was really it was the three of us first. And I just I kept seeing these videos of Debbie George, and I would watch you every morning. And I would get so inspired. And I had a connection because I grew up in the church. You know, I believe in God. I believe in Jesus. I believe in all those things. But I grew up in the church. And there were just some things in the church that really put me off. And I was no longer attending. And I might have had a very skewed idea of what church was just from the experience that I had been going through it was a very judgmental place and it, it didn't feel safe and warm and fuzzy it just felt like I was everyone was being judged so much so when I came across your videos and your live videos and I learned about your background and and kind of who you were as a person I was hooked
0: I was hooked on Debbie
1: I, I was like <laughs> waiting for your videos every morning to start my day and you just had really wonderful encouraging words and here you were someone who uh, previously or had spoken about being a pastor Mm -hmm. in the Christian faith. And so it just kind of drew me really back in. of course, since then, I have um, built kind of my own faith in the universe and God, you know, I like to call it the same thing.
0: I understand. Um, but,
1: but really it's a lot of the same stuff. It's just a different language. And so being able to connect with somebody like you who was open enough to to listen and to want to be a part of that and learn what that was was really amazing for me. That someone who I would think, or you know, I had put those people kind of in a box, that they were all judgmental and they were not open-minded, so to come across someone like you was just refreshing and eye-opening. And you had so many wonderful messages for lots of people. Um, and like I said, I was I was addicted to my Debbie, and so <laughs> I started telling the girls about this woman. I was like, Oh my gosh, have you have to watch Debbie George in the morning? Like seriously, and they're like, what are you talking about? You're always talking about this woman. I'm like, you have to please do yourself a favor and watch one of her videos. They're awesome. And they started watching your videos too. And we were kind of having like this three-way conversation well, that's funny. about you, kind of, not behind your back, obviously, because oh, you didn't really know us then, but we were ta- we would talk about you and just the energy that you had and how wonderful it was. And we wanted you. So we wanted, to, it's like we wanted to reign you in. We wanted you in our group because it just felt good and it felt like the right fit. And actually at the time we were on different teams. That's right. And as God. I was God on the team
0: from, are, from
1: yeah, oh my gosh. As the world or the universe or God would have it. Right. Um,
0: I call those divine connections. It
1: definitely was. We all were connected and it's been really amazing Ever since, and I just I, I don't have enough. I have so much great stuff to say about you. Oh, well, I just, thank you. I, I love you. so oh, I
0: love you too. And I didn't mean for you to go on a I love Debbie rant, but it's good to know. But it's that's good. What happened? It's good to know. That's why I kind of wanted to know the background because I'm not really doing those um, daily things anymore. Um, I just kind of went through a, a hard time and. Uh, I love what you said about you were kind of skewed about the church and it kind of hurt my heart. I kind of felt um, my heart hurt as you were talking about that because it's so valid. And one of the I've taken actually a lot of flack for using a word like the universe or, oh, my gosh, having a singing bowl or whatever. And I just have to apply a lot of grace to it. Uh, because people come out of a place of fear or their own background, but yet I've never lost Jesus or the Holy Spirit or, or any of that. But I really felt like God told me, you know, take off all the the preconceived notions and just get to know people for people and you and Letty and Mallory, especially the three of you gave me this opportunity to just be myself and you didn't care if I was a charismatic chandelier hanging Christian or if I was gay, straight, black, white, old, young, or whatever. You just took me in, you know, as one of your sage babes. And I've never even done sage. So it's it's (laughs) kind of hysterical. Um, But it's funny how people make assumptions because of the language that we use.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I just I found so many things that you were speaking about in your language, you know, the language that most people know about. I was I was having a reconnection with. And I wasn't having that. I haven't had that for a very long time. So to be able to hear that coming from someone very unexpected, I guess, because of maybe because of your background. So there's another thing that I had another idea about, right? Um, so it was very eye opening to me that here you were, you know, living the lifestyle that you live and still being so close to God and the church. Not necessarily—I'm not talking about religion,
0: right? Yeah, but
1: just the spirituality that comes with um, believing in God and the Lord and Jesus, and just. Mm-hmm being able to listen to you. I I was having a connection there and it just felt really right. And we needed Debbie. So.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. And I needed you guys. I was going through a very, very, uh, spiritual type of wilderness. And frankly, you know, with, with all the things that, um, you know, sometimes you guys have brought up, oh my gosh, you know, reincarnation or spirit guides (laughs) and all this. And I would just be like, and I remember one time you, I'd be like, well, I can't quite go there or you'd recommend a book about you know past life regressions and I'm like uh you know it bumps up against my yes my spiritual upbringing and stuff and what I found was that I didn't that I still loved Mo and everybody for where they're at and they said you just be you I remember one time I was talking about language like I said the universe uh because I wanted to appeal more to people so that they would see me so that they would see my heart. And I think that's part of like, you know, this is called the authentic Deb podcast and I want everybody to be real. The reality is I was all over the freaking globe, but I had these friends out of the most weirdest place. I mean, I had these woo woo friends for lack of a better word, (laughs) but yet they, they've had, and I wasn't looking for people who were going to believe everything that I believed. Um, because I was in a part where, well, what do I believe? And I think that what I found is that God is completely fine with us asking questions. And I think sometimes the church, unfortunately puts us in such a box that we can't ask those questions. But what I found with you guys is the most authentic friendships. I mean, it still blows my mind how I can have an authentic friendship with somebody I have never, never met. And we all have, Different ways of expressing how we move in God. Um, I want to take you back to something to see if you remember. And this is why, you know, we have the Sage Babe retreats that we haven't really started yet. Um, And but where we kind of came up or I named everybody, you could easily be intuitive, babe, as well. We're all intuitive. (laughs) But since you're Mrs. Holistic, we just gave you holistic. And since Mallory does a little bit of everything, we're like, she's badass. And, uh, Letty was doing more uh, a different type of pranic healing practice modality. And I'm just straight up Holy spirit. Who's your spirit guide. It's, it's God Shaba. you know, let me, let me just tell you what I see. And I remember one time you were not feeling well, and we were all on a chat, remember? And Letty said she would start doing some pranic healing. And I just started, Susan was sitting with me, and we just started to pray in tongues, and we just started to uh, speak out to you what we see. And uh, speak on this, if you can remember. I remember saying, Mo, because I know that you can see into the spirit realm, and you don't really always want to with which is again way out of my little Christian box, but I don't really sit in that box I sit it firmly in the Jesus box and people try to put boxes around what that means but I remember asking um, mo could you open up your eyes uh, and see what you're tell us what you're seeing because I saw the Holy Spirit filtering around you and the wind and all of that and I thought it was so beautiful like how Three different people from different states with different understandings of how the spirit moves or energy, which is another big buzzword that gets me in trouble. Um, but I know when I say energy, that I'm talking of God. Um, how that? I just thought that God must thought that was the coolest thing ever. Can you remember that?
1: I know exactly what you were talking about, and it was about this time last year. I had gotten sick. My kids brought home some nasty germs or whatnot, and I had gotten very, very sick, and I had waited too long to go to the doctors. And by the time I went to the doctors, like two weeks later, I had a really bad case of pneumonia, and it wasn't getting better. It was actually getting worse, and at one point in time, they thought maybe it was the type of pneumonia that was resistant to medication, so it was getting really scary, and I do. I was laying in my bed and we were all on, um, I don't know if I was on, I don't think I was on video chat, no. but we were all on like audio or something. We were
0: in messenger and we were, I think we were, I don't know if we were leaving you voice messages or whatever. I,
1: I think it might've been voice messages and you were all doing your own types, but I, I remember very, very cl- clearly listening to yours and Susan's, Prayers and messages, and at the same time, the feelings I were feeling. I literally felt when I opened my eyes that I was literally surrounded mm. by this amazing light. And I, angels, is all I mm. can think of. I mean, because when you see things like that, um, there's really no words to explain it. So the best way that I could it's explain fine. it, yeah. give someone a visual, right. would be like if I was just surrounded by a ton. Of like white angels, and I could feel this Mm -hmm. breeze—you know, breath, whatever it was—just completely take over my body from head to toe, and it was very soothing and and very comforting um, to just know that. But I, it was very interesting because while you were doing that, Letty was doing a type of pranic healing that's very similar to Reiki, and I could feel her too. I could feel that energy and that love coming from all of you. And it was so special and just kind of mind-blowing when you realize that although we are on opposite sides of the country and kind of spread out everywhere, that when you're setting those intentions or those vibes or those prayers out to people, that they really do work.
0: Yeah, and I think that that's um, what's so important is that Um, not to get on another subject, but um, God is everywhere. He's omnipresent. Now I speak of God in my cultural term, Uh, you know, so, but everywhere and present and intent is a huge deal, but um, that was so important because we, and that's how I move in the spirit. I see and feel, and that's why I said Mo, would you open your eyes and you just, you know, described exactly what I was seeing. I see it like a vision going across me. And I just thought that was uh, so beautiful that every, we all had the same intent for you to send healing. You know, in the church, it says that there's no distance in the spirit, right? So as Letty is doing her modality, which I don't know a lot about, what I found is kind of the words I use are almost the same as other people. I think it uh comes down to you know what your intent is and what, what you're pulling on but I just thought that was like a really um beautiful beautiful thing and I have a couple questions for you. Okay.
1: <laughs> All right.
0: First if there's anything else you want to say just about Anything, because then we're going to go into, we're trying to keep this podcast short, but right. go longer. Well, I mean, the two of
1: us could have so much. Oh my so gosh. You and I could talk for like
0: ever. Forever. So would, I, it would
1: be a full day at this least. Is,
0: this is the first podcast. So I'm calling this the hot tea yeah. round. <laughs> and um, I've thought up three questions. You can answer funny or serious or whatever. And then okay. you get a question for me. It can be serious, funny, or whatever. So here is my first question. What would you tell your 15 year old self?
1: what would I tell my 15 year old self?
0: I would tell my
1: 15 year old self, Holy, I'm getting hot now. <laughs> I would tell my 15 year old self that it's okay. And not to be so angry at the world that it's not your fault
0: mm-hmm.
1: and that you will be okay. That's good. And, and that you are loved. Amen that you are just really loved and to believe that you are loved. Mm
0: -hmm. its good. What is the craziest thing you've ever done but didn't get caught at? (laughs) Tell the truth. The craziest thing I've ever
1: done and never got caught at. Well, um, I have a lot of crazy stories. I wasn't the best child. I (laughs) I was very adventurous. So I will say something that's kind of fun and kids do not do this because I was younger when I did this, but I snuck out of my house in the middle of the night and I met up with some of my friends up the street and we climbed a mountain in the middle of the night. Were you drunk? We, well, we went up there so that we could get drunk. Okay. <laughs> so we went up the mountain to get drunk and when we got drunk, we climbed back down the mountain and we had a friend who lived very close in the vicinity and we had planned this all out Um, her parents were getting ready to go on a road trip to like Utah or something. Um, and so we knew that they were leaving early in the morning and she was going to leave her side door open for a group of us. So we came down the mountain and I went through the backyard and I went through the back door and I opened the door to seeing her father sitting at the desk. So I closed it gently and just lay down. He didn't even see me. I don't even
0: know how in the
1: world he did not you even see me. You
0: were pee in me. your pants.
1: But he did not see me. And luckily, I mean not luckily, because I was underage and I was drinking, so I was drunk. We've all so done I, didn't, it. I didn't really care. <laughs> but I was terrified. And all <laughs> my friends that were outside on the street hiding behind bushes or whatever they were doing saw them get into their vehicle and leave. But what they thought they saw was because they were like, Moya, don't go in there. Don't go in there. The car's still there. Don't go in there. And I was like, Oh, it's fine. Um, (laughs) What they thought they saw was the dad and me getting into the car. So they thought that I had gotten caught and I was being driven home. But um, once we were in the clear. I came out of the front door and ta, and come on in. So oh I did not get caught doing that, but if anyone hears this podcast, they will now know
0: Right. Okay. what I did. That's awesome. Uh, last question. Have you ever skinny dipped?
1: Oh my gosh. Yes.
0: Uh, when is, I'm going to add a bonus question. When is the last time you skinny dipped? So the last
1: time <laughs> I'm not actually opposed to doing this today. Um, I know. The last time I skinny dipped, my family and I go on a yearly, it's an annual camping trip. My husband and I, who have been together almost 16 years, got married about three years ago on a camping trip. We didn't tell anyone. um, So it was a surprise. So on one of our anniversary camping trips, there just so happened to be a full moon.
0: I remember. we
1: (laughs) We were camping in a lake and I had spent two days trying to convince everyone why it was going to be this wonderful idea to go skinny dipping at midnight. And everyone was like, no, we're not, (laughs) we're not doing that. But by like the second night, I convinced my husband and a friend that it was a good idea. So we ran out there and, you know, when we got to the beach, it was okay. Nobody look at each other.
0: (laughs) Just don't look at each other.
1: (laughs) Um, We hadn't planned it out that far. What we did not know was at the beach on the other side, there was a whole other part of the campground. Was there people there? There were a ton of people there. Now, I don't know if they saw anything or not, but my guess is it was a very bright night and these people were under the cover of trees. And we were very out in the open, so
0: so they had a full moon. In of
1: <laughs> not only did they get to see a beautiful, bright full moon, but they got to see about three more full moons running out <laughs> into the late <laughs> <that> evening.
0: <laughs> was Mallory the other one?
1: No, Mallory was not. She was not on this camping trip.
0: Oh, okay. Oh my god. Um, that is I don't funny. know
1: if she would have done it. Um, I'm, I'm
0: and, too much of a prude. Even yeah, no. So
1: we did it, and I will tell you. It it was very free, and it felt it was amazing. It was amazing, but you know, hindsight looking back, we probably I probably would have been a little bit more discreet had I realized that there was people. That there was an entire other side of the campground. Yeah.
0: Oh, well, you know, <laughs> campy- that's fun to tell the grandkids. Yeah, that's funny. Okay, question for me: What do you want to ask Authentic Deb?
1: Question for you. Well, now I kind of want, would like to know if there's anything that you've done that was crazy and never got caught doing.
0: So many things. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, Like you go through the catalog of things that you've gone through or I, done.
0: I think that when what I was you younger, use? my angels, I always had this joke that my guardian angels probably cast lots to decide who was going to watch me that day because I was such a wild child. You're probably, especially once I got my driver's license, I've always had this thought of like, he's like, you do it. No, it's your turn. You watch her. No, you watch her because I was such a freak. Um, One of the stupidest things I've done, not the only stupid thing, is my friend and I, um, we decided that it would be a good thing to steal the water extinguishers from an apartment building. So I had this little red pinto. So we're idiots. We're stone sober by the way. We go up. I know this is stupid crap you do when you're sober. Can you imagine when I wasn't because so we go into the broad daylight and we literally break the glass. Oh my god. And we steal Pam is the getaway driver, and I break the glass. I'm a little lawbreaker. I break the glass, and I reach in, and I pull out the fire extinguisher, which wasn't foam. It was water, okay? (laughs) So we we haul butt. I get in the car. She screeches out of there. And then because we are absolute idiots, we wouldn't pick on kids or old people. I just want to say that because I have a soft spot for my elders. At least you had morals still. <laughs> I had some semblance of morals. And I looked like a sweet child. But looks are deceptive. So we'd go up to, like, bus stops. It's in the middle of the day in Bellevue, Washington. We'd go up to a bus stop, and uh, we'd see somebody your age or whatever, and I'd go, oh, excuse me, can you tell me where XYZ is? And then they would start to say, and I'd say, fuck you! <laughs> <And> I'd <laughs> <squirt> up! <laughs> And I would squirt him, and then we would haul ass out of there. And um, it's totally something stupid a sixteen-year-old would do. And then that same day, we went into the big mall area where the the movie theater was, and we stopped in the middle of the the big, you know, parking lot and asked this dude, and we squirted him. That dude got in his car, (laughs) chased (laughs) us all over. He would have killed us, I'm sure. So I did a bunch of stupid crap, but I had morals. I didn't do children or young mothers or anything. A big
1: part of growing up and experimenting. And it's funny that you said you always felt like you had a bunch of angels looking over you, deciding who was going to look over, you know, whose turn it was that day to babysit. Um, I know for sure with the amount of things that I've done, I always had someone watching me because I was very much a daredevil and so I am super grateful for God or my angels or my spirit guides, whatever you want to call them for making sure that I got to where I am. Because right.
0: so. you're supposed to be here. Well, Mo, I have had such a blast. We'll have to do this again. Uh, take yes. the last couple minutes here. Tell us about your business, how people can connect with you.
1: Yes, okay, so I am the owner of Sage Soul Tribe, and we promote and do classes and meditation work and holistic things like looking up recipes or giving advice on how to just live a more well-rounded lifestyle. Um, In the holistic practice, we really believe in treating the person as a whole unit as opposed to just treating the symptom. So it's really important to treat the mind, body, and spirit um, when looking for wellness. And I recently wrote a book on affirmations, which is a really great way to start in some mindset work. And that's a free download. You can go to sagesoultribe.com and find that there. You can also find tons of different blogs, all the way from recipes to loss of an infant I mean, we really, I've really covered an array oh, yeah. of. Things. Um,
0: that will be a different. Podcast. Yeah,
1: but personal to me. So if there's yeah. something out there that might relate to you, you could find it in the blog section. I'm also on YouTube, Facebook, and Instagram. So
0: you check me out! Lady. But we will put all of that stuff in the show notes so that people can click on the link. Yeah, I'll
1: send it. Um, it's super easy. They can just go to SageSoulTribe.com.
0: And I thank you for being my very first guest. You're welcome. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Authentic Deb Podcast. Make sure to subscribe to the podcast and connect with me at AuthenticDeb.com. There you can book a session with me and request to be a guest on the show. So until next time, this is Authentic Deb signing out. And remember, be you because being you is enough.